Elliot says it in this video. Take one. Do I need to clap? You can if you want to, Chris. Thank you. Stole my clap. Hello and welcome back to the WePC podcast. As always, I'm Elliot, and that doesn't change. My name is always Elliot, and we're here this week talking about mods. Now, if you haven't seen our Monday mods series on WePC, you can go and check that out. There'll be a link in the description below, and we've got the guy who curates that with us is Louis. Yeah, I'll be I'll be Louis today, and I'll talk about some mods. Why not? Thank you, Louis, and Chris as well. One of our video team aficionados. Yep, uh, I have used a mod once or twice. <laughs> so we have the perfect team for this episode. You know, we've kind of been hit or miss on episodes so far. We've had Danielle who can't remember things on a podcast about gaming memories, <laughs> and Will who doesn't listen to things on a podcast about sound so i think we've got a good one this time so let's see how this goes so louis talk to us yeah. a little bit about monday mods and what this, the the whole thing about it is yeah sure the, the ethos behind it yeah okay i'll dive a little into that so yeah i mean to me mods has always been one of the biggest strengths of pc gaming specifically because you know it's like your machine you can decide what you want to do on it and you can install whatever you want and whether that's something that maybe the original developers never thought of, maybe like it's an old game that there's new hardware that it can take advantage of, or anything like that. To me, that's yeah, that's always one of the, one of the great strengths of PC gaming. So that's the kind of the idea, highlight and showcase some of the interesting mods that, that are coming out on a regular basis. And Chris, you've used a mod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Yes. Okay, that's good. True. This is what we like. This is great. I thought you were going somewhere with that, but no. <laughs> well... The first topic that we're going to discuss is funniest mods that you've seen. So I think it's best to probably start with Louis on this, since he does curate mods <laughs> for us, and it gives you a little bit of time. Unless you, you've got I'm notes. Prepared this you've week. got notes. It does look pretty prepared. To be Whoa! Fair. Yeah. What is this? The last time you came to a podcast, you sat there and you're like, uh, uh, "Yeah, uh, a little bit," because like, <laughs> I told you that you wouldn't need to prepare that it just come to you. Yeah. And it didn't. So <laughs> kind of good job on preparing this week, Chris. But we'll, we'll start with Louis. Yeah, since sure. he does the mod. So Louis, what do you think the funniest mod is that you've seen out there? Sure. So, I mean, one of the, definitely one of the iconic ones that, you know, to me, it feels like it takes me back to my childhood as well. Because obviously I was a huge fan of Thomas the Tank Engine as a kid, as, as many of us were. And so that, that Skyrim mod where you just get Thomas the Tank Engine in there. And it doesn't make any sense. There's no reason or logic to it. But Thomas the Tank Engine in Skyrim, what, you know, what more do you need? I don't think you need any more than that, but <laughs> I've, I've seen the mod. I've not actually played the, the, the only sort of modding I do is, and people are going to hate me for saying this, is on consoles. And, um, like, I don't delve into PC gaming for mods. I use Skyrim mods on on, on the PS4 mm-hmm. and Fallout and they stuff like that. They finally opened that up. Yeah. Sony were the last ones to jump on the mod console <clears throat> bandwagon. Yes, they were, and I, I loved it. I mean, Skyrim in general, and and sort of all of the Bethesda Game Studios games, you know, I love these games, but they they often have a bunch of little problems or little complaints that there's usually a mod to fix, whether that's like the UI or or the map kind of sucks. And you've got this great game world, but there's a few issues like that. But they're also just a great uh, space for people to be creative with coming up with their own ideas for things. And so it it's kind of makes sense that these were one of the first games that they'd started doing mods on consoles for as well. But yeah, I think uh, 
they they really benefit from having access to, to what um, what kind of mods then do you think are best do you think it's the more creative mods that allows you to play something that is creative is out there is never before seen or do you think it's the ones that enhance the entire experience as a whole so like for instance on gta if you were to get a 4k mod and you've got all of the actual cars in there by their actual names and not just the the licensed cars yeah. yeah stuff like that 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 obviously enhances your gameplay but also at the same time you have ones where like in skyrim one mod i've played is basically the fresh start mod where you choose your own adventure you're not mm. stuck to going down the path that you've played 15 20 times before if you've played it on the last four generations that it's come out on <laughs> and it's literally just for me that allowed me to expand into what genuinely was a new game in a setting that i knew well yeah, yeah i mean i love it all like i like bring it all on I, I you know whatever you're in the mood for find that like there's definitely cases where a mod makes me you know enjoy a game loads more even you know it's original form but they've just sort of fixed a few things or tweaked a few things so they're not trying to make a huge change to the, the vision of the original developers and then yeah you've got other ones throwing in crazy things like thomas the tank engine i think it's i love them all like bring, bring it all on yeah and then so what do you think that is the funniest mod you've seen if you've got one on your list yeah so i've got a few most of these are ones that i've seen rather than play because i i myself if i'm on a game i'm not after a funny a funny time it's very serious it's business, very serious it? business for yeah. me yeah but i'll watch someone else that's modded their game to be funny um so funny ones that i've seen would be the um there was a cutscene in a there's a games done quick event awesome games done quick is the uh the winter one and there was a bioshock one and he modified one of the cutscenes to be a blue screen of death now this was funny at the time when well, that one was a blue screen. Actually, no, it wasn't. It was a, it was a Windows update because this was back when um, when Windows update was a big, big issue. Windows 10 would just like force an update. It would, yeah, people were in the middle of work. And the funny thing is here, this is a marathon event and it's like, well, there goes everything. That was pretty funny. So he modified the cutscene there to it was a fake blue screen or a fake Windows I do feel update. like some speedrunners probably are going to be able to like trigger a Windows update to skip a section of a game or something, right? <laughs> and, you know, cause a bug or something. Um, but other than that, so cutscene cut mods are obviously funny. I know there's there's one in Donkey's video where in The Witcher Three he has he just spawns in like a thousand animals during a cutscene, and it's just stuff like that. It's a serious moment We're talking about serious stuff, and then you've just got like a thousand animals like chirping and screaming and growling. There's the uh, the Henry Cavill uh, Witcher Three mods as well, right? It's, uh, I think it's him and a couple of other cast members from the Netflix show that they make you look like them in the game, which that's, that's a pretty cool idea. But um, the streams that I watch on, on Twitch, the item randomizers and enemy randomizers, they're pretty funny. I'd hate to play that myself because I've still not finished Dark Souls, but you well, you can set the seed and you can basically say, be really unfair. So you can have it hide key items in like super difficult to reach areas and it'd be like the last place you'd think to check. But it's actually, it's intelligent enough that it's got algorithms built in so it doesn't softlock you. So it's like, you need the item, but the item's the, the thing that it unlocks. And it's like, well, you wouldn't be able to get that. I'm it, following you. It, figures, it <laughs> figures all that out and it's, I know it's good, but it's, it's just funny to watch. But it's even funnier when you watch um, people get annoyed by it, I have to say. I think that's the whole point of a funny mod is not to be there to, to actually be funny. It's there to elicit 
annoyance yeah. more than anything because I hate it whenever I'm in a gate, I put a mod in and it's a fake mod. Mm. And it's like something that I do. Like I try to mod my Skyrim entirely to be Lord of the Rings because I'm a big Lord of the Rings fan. It's the medieval setting, that's right. Yeah. yeah they're it's like, not far off, I guess. Yeah, you will not take too much. Medieval setting and then introduced like the actual one ring, which is like <laughs> 999,999 yeah. health and like everything yeah, like probably that. Probably quite like, high value as well, right? Very high value. <laughs> uh, and then like all of the swords and all of like the skins for the characters and then I played as Gandalf and I got like Gandalf's staff and I, mm. I was a mage and I was like, this is great. And then I just see like this really weird sort of mod come along and I'm like, oh, I need that. Like, I need that. And it was something like the Council of Elrond extra mod. And inside of it was just a Saruman that would chase you around the map. <laughs> and I sat there, I was like, what the hell is going on? Like, for one, this is hilarious, but also at the same time, please leave me alone. <laughs> like, why are you doing this to me? And then, because I didn't know where it'd come from either. I just thought, oh there's a glitch somewhere or I've not installed something properly or it's an NPC that I've like stolen some bread from or killed their chicken or something like that and it's just chasing me to the high heavens. I think there was, I can't remember which game, but there was definitely a game that had an anti-piracy measure that did that. I'd have an NPC that would just follow you and kill you endlessly. See, I love anti-piracy measures of mods because things like I've played Game Dev Tycoon mm-hmm. uh, which is like Greenheart Games and if you um, torrented that game, they released a torrented version of the game themselves. Like, no one knew it was them who released it but they put a mod in it which basically meant that once you'd reached past the first level people would start pirating your games <laughs> and you'd make no money from the game whatsoever. Yeah. And it That's was just like a little, yeah, like yeah it was a complete F you to everybody. <laughs> and I just love stuff like that. I think that's a useful mod. Yeah. And our next topic. Well, is so I do have one more funny one Ooh, I want to sneak on, in Louis, as well, though. There is, this one is pretty good, I think. There's the, the Half-Life 2 mod where the mod creator... Uh, replaced all the in-game sound effects with his own voice. So when you've got the pistol oh, yeah. shooting and he goes pew pew pew, and like every single sound in the entire game is replaced by a guy just just saying it. <laughs> and, the, and the reload is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that must be brilliant. See, I don't. I've never played any of the Half-Life games. Okay. So like, maybe if you do, check out this. Definitely mod. get that mod because that sounds like something that just takes a game to the next level like yeah. having somebody go just that sound alone <laughs> is a t- <laughs> the rocket launcher <laughs> so much stuff you can do with mods I love it I, love I have uh, one one sneak in as well come on Chris one oh. is again on um, Dark Souls it's actually the Dark Souls 3 poorly translated edition there's also one for the original Dark Souls which is the, it's the same sort of thing as the Dark Souls poorly translated edition but on Dark Souls 3 and they just run the all the text through Google Translate multiple times in different languages and then just put that text back into the game. But then they go a step further and actually uh, put all the text, any voice lines in text-to-speech. So all of it is just poorly translated and it's hilarious because the... I mean, I think the description of the mod describes it best. Can't understand all the hidden lore in the item descriptions of Dark Souls? This mod will destroy any hint of lore in the test in text so you don't have to feel bad what <laughs> I'm just loving the fact that you've come to 
this podcast Super fully written down on pieces of paper not like you think it not like you've saved it on a screenshot on your phone or something but you've written out word for word the description of the mod that is just next level like that is commitment to this podcast Chris. I feel like I was unprepared for the last one just I, I don't think you were unprepared I think you I caused you to be unprepared I think you knew that I was coming extremely prepared as well you did message me beforehand and you were like this is all the these are all the ones I'm talking about (laughs) okay (laughs) I just sat here watching Chris (laughs) if you are watching this on YouTube you'll see if you're on the podcast on Spotify Apple Music we're also now on Google Podcasts as well Uh, we're on seven different podcasting platforms now come out as Joe Rogan experience with your <laughs> Spotify exclusive like can yeah. I, I just interject on this as well it, it might be worth subscribing and, and liking and if you click that bell then you'll know when we've got new videos coming up that, that is that is yeah Jay loves you right now like and Chris I forget your phone Chris is like, I just do benchmarks <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here for that <laughs> Uh, benchmarks are useful though Chris benchmarks are useful and speaking of being useful <laughs> god I'm just great at these segues what do you think the most useful mods that you've seen are so I'm going to start with you Chris me okay you, you, you've uh, surprised me with your preparedness right um, I don't want to steal Louis oh no, you go ahead I have, I have backups and everything you so, have backups yeah. right so well um, the biggest one was DS fix for Dark Souls, and I feel like I'm just going to talk about Dark Souls the entire episode. I'm sorry. But DS fix, um, like you said. I mean, you don't have to quote me now. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to steal your thunder. It's not. Okay, no, no, go for it. Yeah. Um, if, if anyone thinks this is smart, I came up with it, but I, I'm not accepting any responsibility if, if he's about to say something dumb. Go. <laughs> um, so, yeah, obviously, it just. It, Dark Souls was notorious for. I think it was like one of the first Japanese games that got ported over to like the Western audience. So, it, I mean, not it, the first, but I think it was in response to like a petition. You know, it was like there was. I think there was definitely it, a petition yeah, yeah, yeah. that forced it, and it was. But it was notorious because during that time, what was it like 2010, 2011, PC ports are terrible, and I think Japanese developers are known for having these kind of like sketchy. Yeah, there was a few exceptions. Ports. Like Capcom would do some good ones around that time, but I think they just wasn't the culture of PC gaming. In yeah, Japan. it was never. It's just the sales aren't there, so they never focused on it. Yeah, and it's like, oh, there actually is a demand. Let's port the game, and then people had the game, and then people are like, well, this sucks. <laughs> so like the biggest problems, it it was limited to 720p consoles. Um, and what was crazy is it would let you pick a different resolution, but it was just upscaling the, the internally rendered 720p. Yes, image. So it was like a, a fake resolution. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, and uh, the frame rate wouldn't be any higher than 30, because again, consoles. So this DS fix by Durante actually fixed all this. So you can choose any internal resolution. You can downsample. You can unlock it to 60 frames per second. But there is an issue. If you slide down ladders, you will fall through the world. So don't slide down the ladders and use this mod. Yeah, that's the real Dark Souls there, right? That's the, that's the true Dark Souls experience. <laughs> and, and that is directly verbatim from Louis Monday. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it's interesting. You mentioned Durante, the creator specifically. He's done similar mods for a few different games, although the Dark Souls one is, is the most high profile. 
And uh, I think he works now on a consultancy basis for a few different developers when they're putting together their PC ports. So it's a good example of like someone coming from the mod community and to more sort of professional game development, which is yeah. pretty cool as well. I think he actually works on, he does spots for PC Gamer now because he recently mm. did an analysis of Persona 4's port. We'll be barring out that name. Yeah, <laughs> I thought you would. That, that, that name will be... Gamer. PC Gamer. <laughs> PC Guide. PC Guide. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, it just adds other graphical fixes and lets you rescale the HUD, which is the biggest thing that I wanted. But actually, there is the... I just wanted to point out that the, the main version, if you go to the Nexus Mods page and you download the main version, which is 2.4, um, you will have, like, stuttering if you install texture mods. 2.5 is what you want. <laughs> I'm sorry, you've done so much research. Yeah. You've got so in-depth, and I'm really living for it. Yeah, I didn't I'm do really any research into like version numbers or no. issues with textures. Is, yeah. It's literally, it's the fact he's rich. And so. I, I do also kind of think, like, off the back of how well Dark Souls eventually did on PC, eventually when it came to PC, like now I think there's probably as many players on PC as there are on consoles for that series. Like, uh, And there's a, a big fan base for these type of games on PC now. Yeah, that I mean, perhaps you, without this mod might not have developed in the same way. I think, yeah, because this mod is what you'd class as essential and it's like, you, you yeah. just don't play Dark Souls without installing this mod. Yeah. But like you said, I think because of that and then people have this more acceptable experience of yes it's it's 1080p and it's 60 frames a second it's what a pc game should be standard mm-hmm. um they focus people buy it more and and you can tell like dark souls 3 is quite optimized now and it's, yeah, they've yeah. obviously put thought into the pc game and it's not just an afterthought like, and that's because they had the sales numbers yeah, yeah like they were like okay there is a lot a big audience for these games here so but, we're, we're I doing mean, properly we can't definitively say but yeah i think the mod definitely helped yeah in that regard and then we'll go to Louis on his sure. most useful mod since... Oh, since, I was going to do Dark since, Souls. But, since um, Chris has nicked his main one, let's see what yeah. backups he's got. So, I mean, this is a fairly minor thing, and I don't know, some people might not like this, but I, I'm not afraid to be controversial on this. So there's the Metal Gear Solid Five, all those wait timers for unlocking, it was like unlocking other equipment and weapons and things like this. They wanted you to spend a bit of money to speed them up. But you could also just download a mod that made them all unlock instantly. So you still needed to uh, do whatever the pre the requirements were for unlocking it, but you didn't just have to sit and wait for for, for hours. So when I was playing Metal Gear Solid Five on PC, uh, I didn't have to even think about these timers for unlocking equipment. Whereas if you're on console, you know you've got no choice. You either pay up some money or you or you uh, wait. And I, I don't know about that, Louis. I think that is the most controversial opinion we've ever had on this. I mean, podcast. some people say you shouldn't you shouldn't do a mod that replicates something that is a paid functionality. Like I, I I've never had a problem with that, but some people say that's the same as piracy, which I, I don't feel that way. But. You've already paid for. In my opinion, once you've paid for a game, everything in that game should be accessible to you for free. Mm-hmm. Like I agree with like DLCs and things like that. Like yeah, more content more money sure so what if the dlc is packaged up with the original install but you have to pay to unlock it and then you bypass that with with the mod how do you feel about that you know it's kind of like a gray area that's obviously piracy yeah that's obviously piracy you think yeah Yeah. i think because you're you're meant to be paying for something there they've spent that in a way that even if it is annoying you know you're meant to be paying for it. I was supposed to be paying for these uh, timers to go faster. But that's not content. But that's not that's not content. Content. 
I mean, the weapons, you know, someone modeled that, right? That's, that's, like, that's not how I feel, but, I, you know, I think it is, you can argue it, it's a, it's a great area. This has turned out to be quite a controversial topic. I, mean, I, I think, told you, see? I think, um, <laughs> we get beneath the surface. Why, why t- yeah. Wait timers just come from mobiles, don't they? It's just a mobile mm. microtransaction, and it's quite plain on the surface that it's, it's not content, it's just money, we want money, so you don't have to sit here and wait a day. Okay, so I've got another example along these lines, then. See, see how I feel about this one. So there's Dead Space 2. Now, Dead Space 2 released on PC and consoles. Now, on the consoles, there was also a spin-off game that if you uh, unlocked a certain thing on the spin-off game or achieved certain things in the spin-off game, it would unlock stuff in Dead Space 2. That spin-off game never got a release on PC. It was only on consoles. So the only way to access that extra content in Dead Space 2 on PC is with a mod that unlocks it and makes your save file say, oh yeah, he you know ticked, you did complete that stuff in the spin-off game, and then you can access these other areas. Uh, I mean, how do you feel about that? See, that I kind of think is okay, because for me, it's not your fault. <laughs> right, like, that's pretty much how I feel as well. I mean, if it was the fact that that's the, the previous game and everything that you had to do on the previous game was accessible to you on the same platform... I think once you've moved to a different platform, if you're then requiring extra content to be based on something that was never there to begin with, then it's almost like a little bit of unfairness towards a community. Like, why would you put time into all of that extra content to then not give it away? Like, I I don't know how you feel about that, Chris. You're giving me some stares. I think the... They never released a way for you to pay for it. So if there's content there and it's like, well it wasn't released as a season pass or an expansion pack or whatever then it's free game yeah I mean that's pretty much how I feel but it is one of those things I think everyone has to maybe make their own mind up about you know what is acceptable to them where do they draw the line but uh, yeah I'm I'm generally with the view of like if I you know there's accessing like copyrighted files, right? You go on a torrent site and just grab something. That's pretty clear cut piracy. I've never done that. Which I would, you know, I'd never do, never never advocate for anyone doing. Uh, it's highly illegal. Um, but uh, there's, uh, there's, uh, there is stuff that's more in the gray area where there's like, yeah, if there's no official way of accessing this content, then you find whatever way you can, things like that. Yes, kids, don't torrent. But if you are going to torrent, please seed. Like, <laughs> that's the only advice I have for you. Um, if you are going to torrent, check out our sponsor, NordVPN. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, uh, has that message been approved by NordVPN? <laughs> that message has not been approved Craig, by NordVPN. Craig was VPN. saying something like we had a, a NordVPN sponsor or something. This video was sponsored by Raid Shadow. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to clarify for the record that we are not sponsored by anybody. This is entirely an in-house production. However, we do welcome sponsorship. (laughs) If there is anybody listening who would like to pay us to do this, please do. So we're going to move on to the next topic after that awkward sponsorship chat. Thanks, Chris. (laughs) But the next topic is any mod that has got you to revisit an older game that you haven't played in a while and you thought, this is going to be interesting. So, Louis. Sure. Yeah. So there's, um, I mean, it's a game that I did play originally unmodded uh, around the, not long after the original release. And as much as I enjoyed it, it definitely had a lot of problems. And I think probably a lot of people had similar experience. I'm talking about uh, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines. 
which is a you know it's a game with brilliant writing like a really interesting premise and really fun mechanics but a lot of technical problems and famously you know the development studio was was sort of shut down before even release right so they didn't really get to finish it and over the years it sort of gradually progressed there's like a community it's called the unofficial patch or something along these lines where they've just sort of fixed as many of the technical problems in the game as they can and with this it's now it now runs pretty smooth like it's obviously it's still a little bit dated because it's from quite a long time ago i think what was it like 2006 or something and uh but yeah now it runs much better you don't have all the crashes you don't have so many bugs and it makes this game that was still interesting but held back by technical problems kind of get, gets them out of the way and, and now you can appreciate the game for what it should have been back when it was originally released Koshki. We like that. We love a good answer like that. Chris? <laughs> well, I was, I was just going to ask. So it's it's mostly just like a bug fix sort of patch. Yeah, I think there's a few things where it's like um, uh, cut content that's been restored as well. Like there's maybe a couple of bits of dialogue that they didn't, and for whatever reason they didn't include it, or maybe a couple of characters or a couple of little things like that. You know, it's so long since I played the original and then the, the modded version. It's hard to know for sure. But yeah, there's a few little tweaks here and there where they have uh, had some, uh, what you call it, like artistic creative freedom and made a few small changes, but they're trying to just sort of restore it to as it should have been mm. when it first came out. Yeah, because on that, on that creative freedom, there's what's that one? There's Half-Life 2. There's Half-Life 2 update, which is just a nice, it updates the graphics and it's very in-keeping. But mm-hmm. then there's another one that's probably more famous and all the character models are questionable yeah i think i know the one you mean i haven't uh, do all the female characters have like a lot of makeup on in that one yeah and they're wearing less clothes and wearing less clothes and a lot of makeup yeah Yeah. (laughs) i can't remember what one's called and it's like it's like hd or something i think it's hd or something like that and it's creative freedom gone wild basically yeah i'd say so but um so is that a mod that's made you go back and revisit an old game yeah definitely (laughs) (laughs) Chris, Chris saw the words less clothes, more makeup, and went, "That is the mod for me." Right. Um, yeah, no. When it comes to mods, I'm like very true to the original intention, so it's always like. Don't. So you'll never like divert away from. No, not unless you won't put Thomas the Tank Engine as Alduin. Right? <laughs> no, not unless uh, the Skyrim developers have come out and said, "Oh, actually," and then explain the law behind Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> Thomas is a dragon from the 13th century of Morrowind and he came over to chewing straight away into the Skyrim world and that's what I'd make you go and I will say there is like surprising amounts of existential horror in Thomas the Tank Engine the you know the original series like you know is it is it Henry or Percy that gets uh, it's like an Edgar Allan Poe he gets trapped in his tunnel uh, I don't know if anyone's seen that one. He gets like bricked up into a tunnel and just left there forever. I'm not being funny, though, but it's been a while since I've seen Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> and I can't quite remember what even happened. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I, I know there is a fat controller. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I know there is Thomas. But Percy's the green one, I think. Or is he red? Mm. The Thomas the Tank Engine movies get pretty dark at some point. Yeah. Thank you, Mitch. <laughs> 
We'll do that in our uh, Halloween special. Our little yeah. unsettling the, film. The, the darkest kids' movies. That's actually one of the questions I wrote down as the topic. Like, unintentionally scary films. Or unintentional. Mm. Actually, no, it's oh. games. It's games. That's what we do here. Games. Yeah. Sorry, I, I went off on a little tangent there. Yeah, Jay's looking at us, like, <laughs> giving his daggers. What? Do you not like Swiper? I just don't think that anyone's parents should be that kind of forgiving for someone. It's basically Pokemon, right? Don't get me started on Pokemon. <laughs> Let's not start that discussion. Is that before again. the war or after the war in the Pokemon timeline? The, oh. the war that killed all the fathers? Because, you know, there's no fathers in Pokemon. That was actually one of my mods that would make me revisit game. So mm. this is on, it's DS, but I have it on, on 3DS. And you can modify the ROM. And you can make it so the experience multiplier is like zero. But I mean, it doesn't quite work, but the point, it'll give you one XP every time you battle any Pokemon and defeat it. The point is basically you get no experience and it's, it's the, the same game, but the, the, the challenge is you have to catch new Pokemon in that area and use those Pokemon to defeat the gym leaders and then only basically four. So the point is you don't level up your Pokemon. You have to keep catching new Pokemon in the area. Similar to Damn. like a Nuzlocke run. Well, yeah, but I mean, Nuzlocke, you get rid of your Pokemon when they faint. Yeah, it's no, like... it's a similar idea, though, just making it a bit more challenging. Yeah, so, and yeah. That, that definitely, I still haven't, but that's definitely going to make me revisit. What the hell is a Nuzlocke? From... Nuzlocke. Right. Uh, Google it later. Uh, safe search off. On. Off. Well, oh. to you. Nuzlocke. <laughs> you, you, it's kind of like you have your Pokemon, and if they faint, you have to... What, what's the word? Would uh, discard them? What's the word? Uh, euthanize. Kill? Euthanize. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you put them in the PC box and then there's like, you know, toss. Yeah. Toss Pokemon. Discard or something. Yeah, yeah and you, you just get I think you them. release them, actually. I think you release them into the world. Release, that's the word. Yeah, yeah. So the point you is... You release a fainted Pokemon. No, I'm not getting into Pokemon again. I'm not doing it. <laughs> right, it's not happening. It's, it's kind of like an Iron Man uh, style playthrough. Like permadeath. Yeah. Why would you? Oh, and what are the limits? You can only why, catch why one you, Pokemon. Why would you bring in Tony Stark area? into this discussion right now? I'm still not over that. Why would you do this to me, Louis? <laughs> <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> who was it? Was it? I, was it? Whose article was it? Was it yours that I read this morning? And it was like, um, Marvel's Avengers isn't going to have Spider-Man on the PC. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's definitely going to be a mod that's going to come in, though, isn't oh, that's it? That's a good point, actually. Yeah, that, that definitely because because PS whether Sony, you'll be able to web sling on Sony's that, obviously just... yeah they've got the rights, haven't they? So they're, yeah, they're keeping well, it's not it... clear exactly how the rights situation played out on that because well, no, like... it could have been part of the same negotiations as the film. It could have mm. been part of the talks that resulted in the Spider-Man PS4 game. Because I think it's we um, don't really know exactly. I think Sony still own all of the rights except cinematic which, I think it's the opposite certainly uh, only, only the, the cinematic rights no but else, the Spider-Man game wouldn't have been in the right exclusive. but that was that was the result of a separate negotiation that I, we don't know the exact limits on that but yeah it's it's a complicated situation they still make money from him I think that's all they're concerned about yeah <laughs> but um it's weird because obviously he's not going to be integral to the story, right? Because that, I think that's what they basically admit. <laughs> like, Are they going yeah. to replace him with some random? NPC? I think I think they'll replace yeah. him with a different character for the other. Yeah, well, I thought it was going to be Spawn on Xbox because there's the Soul Calibur Two legacy there, where Spawn was the Xbox exclusive Soul Calibur Two character. 
could be uh, interesting. Yeah. There'll be mods there for that. There yeah. will be mods there for that. Which is getting it back around to the point of this podcast. Just whip that back around. But yeah. There's a lot of mods for me that, that have made me revisit all games. I mean, the main one is for Fallout 4. Mm. So like, I hate Fallout. <laughs> but as a person who works at a gaming company, I thought I should definitely play it just for the experience of what it's like. The only one I've ever really liked is New Vegas. Mm. And Fallout 4... I despised so much that I put my controller down and walked away after about half an hour. It is my least favorite of, of the Fallout. You know? But then I, I literally modded the hell out of it so I could do a speed run and just get the grasp <laughs> of the story and basically just <laughs> carried on walking around in power armor <laughs> for the entirety <laughs> of the game and just modded out some power armor. And then I ended up breaking the entire game. And like fully breaking my entire save because I I'd don't think that was your fault. <laughs> yeah, that that might have happened without the mods. Yeah. Yeah. But like I, I got to a point where I was meeting a girl to go and find an assassin or something or someone who knew how to get to the people. I, I don't know. It's so convoluted. I hate it. Like it's, it's just too many branches. Like, but yeah, that made me revisit because it made me be able to speed up the game mm-hmm. and it's same with Skyrim like I've gone back and done Skyrim actual just speed runs modded the hell out of just like and I've done like magic only speed runs and one handed weapon only speed runs just because I can turn my power up to mm. 10,000 and go like Goku and just absolutely blast through everybody and is Goku over 10,000 or is he over 9,000 it's over 9,000, but <laughs> my Skyrim save is better than Goku, so therefore it's 10,000. Um, yeah, um, on that, actually, turn-based RPGs like Pokemon, you, the ability to, like you said, just speed up and just blast through all that nonsense, and it's like, I just want to focus on... Yeah, that's what I do on an emulator on my PC. Mm. <laughs> just not, not, not exactly a mod, but, I mean, you are technically a mod. I'd friend, say that's right? a mod. I'd say emulator on a PC and then you mod it so that you like you get so many candies or you get so many like it's like motherload on Sims. Would you class that as a mod? No, it's a cheat. But aren't mods just cheats? Aren't they just another form of cheating? Technically, depending on how you use. Uh, it feels a mod. more like a philosophical question than a technical one. Yeah. Um. But depending on how you use mods, is that not just a cheat? Yeah, it depends. Yeah, like you said, a cheat. I think it can be. Yeah. I don't think all mods are cheats. A cheat is just a mod that the moderators put into the game. There you go. That's <laughs> quote yeah. me on that. Yeah, yeah, modders never prosper as well, right? I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, like you were saying about Fallout, actually, and the power armor. I think I was just having it was like the power arm's great, but like every five minutes you have to replace the power core. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is nonsense. And I think I got a mod for that. And I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, this is. Better. unlimited power armor <laughs> but um on that actually the, there are quite a lot of upcoming and when i say upcoming i mean like five years off yeah who knows what the exact schedule is on, on any the release of any upcoming mod but the uh the fallout remake so there's um fallout new california which is uh that's like an expansion on new vegas mm. that would make me revisit new vegas itself and then play this when it when it's finished i don't like playing like half finished mods um and then there's the capital wasteland which is a fallout 3 remake in fallout 4 
and then Fallout 4 New Vegas, which is a Fallout New Vegas remake in Fallout 4. And it, I think it's just the same game, but just in the Fallout 4 engine, which is... Yeah, you're think, not just describing Bethesda Game Studios here. Well, they <laughs> do. Well, they support the same game. They don't... They There's don't a lot of those, especially like Skyrim, where they take like, oh, you can get Elsewhere and Morrowind and mm. what's it called? I think some of the GTA game. games have done that as well, yeah. right? Where they bring the old world San into the new engines. Like that. yeah. That's what everyone's wanting for the next GTA game, isn't it? The mm. um, merge of every single GTA map into one massive map. And I'm <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. Sat there like, <laughs> yeah, good luck happen. to your hard drive. <laughs> right. So we're going to end this week's discussion on your dream mod and what you think, what, what game for a start and then what mod you'd make should mm-hmm. you make a mod i know louis you've made a mod <laughs> oh that's true yeah i have made a mod which i'll i'll share a link to the yeah. no, in the notes we'll put that in the description below yep my mod <laughs> jay hates those five, those words <laughs> put that's in the true. description below ah. those five words are a bane in his life <laughs> so i have i have one dream mod that is so it kind of exists, but it's still a work in progress. And there's a few changes I'd like to see if it were to be my truly my dream mod. So this is the Resident Evil 4 HD mod. Now, what's really impressive about this mod is so unlike like the Half-Life HD mod where they've just redesigned it themselves, a lot of the textures in Resident Evil 4 are based on real-world locations where they took photographs and then mapped those onto the textures. What these modders have done is track down all the locations that they did this for in Resident Evil 4 and take more modern cameras so they can get higher-resolution photographs of all these original objects. So like they're, they're going around Spain, traveling around Spain, and just taking loads of photographs of stuff so that they can put those into the game, which is pretty incredible right i've never heard of any other modders doing that. that's taking mod into the next level yeah that's that's commitment and then uh so i think they've got it kind of like halfway done already like it's you can already play like the first section of the game with all these redone graphics uh but there's one thing they need to change and in, in my mind Resident before like probably one of the best action games ever made easily one of the best games ever but there's a glaring fault in resident evil 4 that i want to see a mod to fix and that is so you can pick up fish in the game as a recovery item right usually there's like a little pond and if you shoot a fish you you can grab it and i guess leon just munches on a raw fish to to heal his bullet wounds or whatever nice don't need to skin it or debone it yeah exactly and um but unlike other items so the eggs you know if you're in a farm area you can find an egg and an egg, again, he just eats a raw egg and that recover, helps him recover from being bitten on the shoulder by a zombie. <laughs> but as well as eating the egg, you can throw it and it blinds a zombie as, as a weapon. But the fish, you cannot equip as a weapon. And I want a mod for Resident <laughs> Evil 4 that lets me equip the fish and just beat up zombies with a fish. Wherever I thought that was going, <laughs> it was definitely not. I want to whack a zombie with a fish. Perfect. There are a few other games that let you use a fish as a melee weapon. You can do it in in the new Hitman games. There's a segment in Uncharted 3 where you you grab the fish in a market and just... But Resident Evil 4 doesn't have that option. I genuinely thought this was going down the route of, 
I want to be able to like set up a campfire (laughs) and cook and be able to do all that. A true survival game. Yeah, like an actual, you know, like bringing stuff like, oh, what's it called? Death Stranding and things like that. Emerging sort of that sort of concept with it. Not let me hit a zombie with a cod. Because, right, it is obviously a scary game, but it has the comedic undertone as well. And I think that's a big missed opportunity for blending sort of horror and comedy. Just, you know, Wacky using a fish as a melee fish. weapon. Does comedy work well in horror because it's a good juxtaposition? I yes. think that's exactly it, yeah. yeah. It's like the two faces in drama, isn't it? Like yeah. the two sides is drama and comedy. But comedy, it can I think be it's yeah. tragedy and comedy. Isn't I don't it? know. Equals drama. Yeah. yeah. No, wait. It's tragedy plus time so equals comedy. Drama minus time equals comedy as well. I don't know. This <laughs> is, I'm out. I'm out. Shit. Dramatic matter, yeah. tragedy times time. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. When you were reeling off those games with fish that you can equip, I, I, I was like, "There's potential article there." Yeah, actually, that's a good top ten. Top ten games, games with, fish. with equipable fish oh. as a melee weapon. Top yeah. ten wackiest <laughs> weapons, like easy. So yeah, I don't know if this message will ever get back to these mod developers, but if they're thinking about making any changes other than just the highly authentic recreation of the graphics in higher fidelity you should also add equipable fish so so if you are listening to one of the uk's top 40 gaming podcasts which is what we are (laughs) yeah (laughs) like we broke the top four we broke the top 40 everybody yeah thank you it takes a lot of work to get us in there it takes none um but yeah if you're listening to that Louis wants equipable fish. Thank you. In any game, to be honest, but Resident Evil 4 is the main one that stood out to me that that needs it because it's otherwise a perfect game. (laughs) It is 99.9% perfect. It just needs that fish. So let's just get this straight. You could modify any game ever in any way possible and it's equipable fish. fish. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll move on to you then, Chris, because you seem a bit... Yeah, what have you you, got then? You seem a little bit harsh on that. Like... What have you bought? I You've got to back that up with that confidence. Dreams, dreams are individual in fairness. He has his own dreams. Yeah. I mean, who am I to <laughs> rain on his parade? If he wants fish. You calm down, fish. Barbara Streisand. Let's just see what your mod is. Um, so I couldn't really think of a specific game. So I went... And yet he's criticising my choice. Dare right, it's, it's more of a, a general thing and it's um, co-op support. So now there is a thing called Nucleus Co-op on PC. So split screen was commonplace on consoles way back in the day, like Xbox, PS2 era. And it's less so now, more, more because the graphical, the, the amount of horsepower you need to have two different viewpoints going on at the same time just isn't there. But also, I think they're trying to push sales for buy another console, buy Xbox Live, and then you can both play together. And it's like, I don't know if it's just that, because even like local networking play has kind of gone in consoles as well, yeah, hasn't it? Yeah, and that's like, it just seems to be forcing that buy another console, buy another game, mm. rather than the way it used to be. You know, you'd sit there with your friend or your, your relative or whatever, and you'd sit there and you'd Love play one, a game. And, and then sit there with your younger brother with their controller not plugged in. <laughs> and you'd get creative if it was if it was competitive. So it's like, I don't know, time splitters or whatever. And it's like, okay, let's put cardboard in the middle of the screen and let's, me on this side, you on that side, and we can't see each other's viewpoint. 
it's a shame as well because modern TVs are perfect for it as well with the really high resolutions and larger screen size. Yeah, and I think there's even some, is it 3D TVs where you can actually have them, yeah, you can yeah. have two images at once. So it's like you wear these glasses and I wear these glasses and we can see a full screen thing mm-hmm. and you can see but a you different... you don't see each other's yeah. image. Yeah. But anyway, that seems to have gone now, which is a bit pants. But um, on PC, split screen was never there because it wasn't the platform for it. PC is like a... I'm at this workstation. This is, yeah, one, 1v1. On right, one. there's a handful of exceptions, but it's very rare, isn't it? Yeah. I think like Left 4 Dead, maybe? Um, Dead? I think Left 4 Dead does have monster, uh, split screen support. Yeah. And then maybe one like of the Borderlands. The odd Halo. Well. Yeah, so, so this Nucleus Co op um, actually says it supports all the Borderlands games oh, right, split okay. screen. Um, but so yeah. you just want to see co op across the board? Yeah, I mean, there's certain games where it wouldn't make sense, but... So say like, player games. Well, say, like, you got The Witcher. Mm. Yeah, like, The Witcher, it wouldn't make sense because it's like, See, no, are, we, are you going to be I Geralt and I'm be great. Geralt? No, because, like, Geralt's... one of you can be Geralt and then one of you can be Vesemir, and then you're walking through the countryside just absolutely beating the pure crap out of all of these animals. <laughs> but, but, yeah... So co-op. Is... Um, yeah, so it's mostly um, it supports a lot of games at the minute. So like it supports Dark Souls, and I'm like, how does that even work? How can you have co-op in Dark Souls? But um, it would mostly be for Mirror's Edge. I just want to split screen with my sister, and we'll both run around doing stupid stuff in Mirror's Edge on Mirror's awesome. Edge Catalyst. So we've had two dream mods. So does that work by running two instances of the game on one? Yeah, PC? so it, it, it literally just runs two instances of the game, then remaps the controller. Mm. Yeah. So it, you do need. I mean, a lot of these games are older, but yeah, you do need like kind of a reasonably powerful PC though. Yeah. Or I guess that would be, if you wanted to do SLI, that would be like maybe one of the... If you could have a dedicated card yeah, to yeah. each game. I don't yeah. know if that would work or not, but... But yeah, um, co-op, just co-op support. In... It's halfway there, but there's just some games it won't work on. But the dream. The dream is just co-op across the board. Mm. I like it. Bringing the community together, Chris. Wow. Makes your fish seem like... <laughs> Yeah, no, don't it? Uh, <laughs> more, literally, mine, mine was going to be, I want to see Batman Arkham City turned into a neon cityscape. Oh, like uh, Batman Beyond. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'd want for a mod. And I think that'd take the game to the next level. I think I want to see it turned into like aged future Batman, like in Batman Beyond, just neon cityscape. Because the game is the Batman Beyond skin. Yeah, but it doesn't, but it doesn't, doesn't do really f- no. fit. And it's... It's more like a military outfit. It's not yeah. the sort of sleek uh, Batman Beyond suit. But that I You'd think, think as well, the naming scheme is perfect for it, right? Why is there not a Batman Beyond Arkham? <laughs> right? That should be the next game. I mean, maybe it will be. Arkham Beyond. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, I prefer Beyond Arkham. Well, we'll agree to disagree. <laughs> and on that note, we're going to call it a day. So this has been episode five. <laughs> Um, five. <laughs> this has been episode five of the WePC podcast. I've been Elliot. I've been Louis. I've been Chris. That's been Chris, Jay. by the way. <laughs> Thanks, Mitch. Thanks, Jay. And if you are listening to us on Apple Music, please do subscribe, leave us a review if you like what you're hearing. Same for Spotify, follow us and Google Podcast, whatever Google Podcast does. I've, I've not used it. And then, cause it just does podcasts. It's just does podcasts. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> and then if you're on YouTube, as Louis said, you know, give us a like, subscribe, comment what topics you want below for us to talk about. Next week, we're going to be talking about battle royales. So stay tuned for that. And thanks for tuning in. <laughs>